I didn't feel comfortable saying the word nigga. I was a very antisocial, very peculiar kid. Like I, were, I didn't, I didn't know who Carlton. I was. You were Carlton. You didn't find it unusual to be in love Dude, with anybody. Shut anybody. The fuck up. <laughs> You're technically zero and two right now. I know. What the fuck. You know, it wouldn't be a grind if there wasn't struggle. So, I'm all good. Welcome to Table Moments, the podcast where three siblings, all brothers, get together every week to talk about random silly things, probably things related to their life or things that they notice going throughout the day. Typically laugh our asses off. I'm your host. I'm in the captain of Table Moments. On the call, we also have the geriatric Akram. And <laughs> oh, you coming at me for that? Good. Right, you you hate being called Gandalf, so that's what it's gonna be today. And then we also I'll take have elder. Okay, I'll the take elder, Akram, and we have Bilal, the geriatric my ass, the sommelier. How about that? You'll be a wine taster today, Bilal. I thought you meant sommelier, like I am that's the captain that. now. I am the captain. I am the captain. <laughs> Is that Somali? Is that Somali though? From that movie? That's Somali. That's actually Somali. You remember the movie, right? Oh, Somalian pi- pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am the captain now. I am. Well, I'm the captain technically. You know, I, I see meet like Somalis, and none of them look like them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was a weird looking Somali, wasn't it? Yeah. When when you meet him, do you say I'm the captain? I feel like you have to introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I am the captain. <laughs> Just in but, a room full of Somali people. You go to Little Mokadishu in uh, Minnesota and you just walk into, I am the captain. <laughs> just so fuck with them. <laughs> is it? Is that Minnesota? I don't even remember. I'm going to think of a Minnesota. different one. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I, got the, I got it right. Okay. That'd be funny though. <laughs> I kind of want to do but it now. Damn it. Somali women are the most beautiful women, bro. I hear they're the most uh, controlling as well. <laughs> Aggra- not mas- Is it masculine? I don't know about masculine, but at least based on what people have told me, they're like leaders. And they have the most foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> like billboard. Damn near. <laughs> yeah, man. What do you mean the most beautiful? That's that's that belongs to Habisha women, man. Unfortunately, but what do Somali women look like? Do they have darker skin? Yeah. You like darker skin, Bilo? You like that dark berry? Huh? Do you like darker skin? Uh, I'm not talking about the skin. I'm talking about like how they look, bro. Really? Yeah. It's bad, bro. You think so? No, no, man. I don't know if they're that much better than... I'd say Habisha women rank higher, but what do I know? I mean, they're all technically East African, right? Yeah, they are. I I would put... I would accept them if they're the same. If they're what? I would say... If you say they're on par, I'd agree with you. Okay. Yeah, I guess that East African... I don't know. When you mix Arab and African, you get a pretty good combination, I suppose. Mm Mm-hmm. But Even Drake man, says it in his songs. Fuck Drake. <laughs> what the? Habibi. He says Habibi? Yeah. Oh my god. This guy's culturally appropriating. How do you guys feel about that? When they like make references to things that are not 
know. He says, this is the weirdest thing. It's weird how, like, anybody that's an ethnic can do that, but then anybody that's white can't really do that. What do you mean? How's that weird? I mean, think about it. Like, if a white person tries to culturally appropriate, like, another race's, you know, culture, mm-hmm. it'll turn into a, you know, like a racist. Oh, yeah. yeah. People are going to be like, yo, yeah, they'll give them exactly. a lot of shit. But if it's then like a if black you're dude, ethnic, if you're if if you're any race other than white, then you get a pass, even though it's still <laughs> you, cultural appropriation. In a sense, I mean, it depends on how it's being used. No, that's not true. It's not a pass. Yeah, I mean, like, no, do you know how many not. people wore? Um... You tell me. I've been on campus where I've seen. Okay, I'll give you an example. There's an Asian guy who has dreads on the campus. Okay. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with that? Everybody was tripping off of that. For real? Why? Because dreads is like a black people thing. No, like, I know they gave Jeremy Lin a bunch of shit when he had dreads. Yeah. So but, like, he's a minority. minority. They should get a pass, okay. though, right? I mean, most of them usually do. I mean, like, what about black people who have Chinese or Japanese characters on their, as their tattoos? Because uh, you see that, that, uh, Black people are, you know, most influential, you know what I'm saying? As far as culture. You know what I'm saying? Like American culture. They do. Uh, Why is it I okay? Mean, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why is it okay I mean, for... It's, it's not my point. Not, not, yet, they, you know what I'm saying, they have... What makes them dumb is like their own... What makes us us is we have our own culture. You know what I'm saying? And that they also have their own culture too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the fact that like they're adopting like other culture, like it's trying to adopt whatever they they ha- they got, it's like, oh, you stealing from my culture? Wait, what? Wait, how uh, is that? I don't know if I'm even explaining it right. But what were you, what were you gonna say, Akram? I was just gonna say, why is it okay for black guys to play white chicks, and there's no white women trying to play black guys? It's kind of the same hey, idea. Oh, well, oh, you're talking about like movies and shit. I'm talking about everything. Okay. So tell me, why is it okay for you know one race to kind of like, appropriate? Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Like how's, what what culture does uh, white people have? American culture, European culture, like. Yeah, European culture. I see that. I don't know what you mean by American culture. I mean, like a lot of black people have Irish names. I mean, is that appropriation? Like O'Neill, Shaquille O'Neal. That's an Irish name, man. O'Neill is an Irish name. It is. Um, I don't know. I don't have know culture that too. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I think where Akram's getting at is that everyone has a pass except white people. Yeah. Which. But why? Yeah. It's a good question. No, no, actually, no, slave owners. But, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that's not the case. Oh, really? Like it goes. Like I told you, like the dude, the Asian dude on our campus. Wait, you know so they told him he to cut his hair pass. off or something? And they're like, why the fuck you got dressed? Uh, you, what are you doing in cultural appropriation? Did they really that? give him shit about that? Yeah. What the hell? You even said this. Jeremy Lin. You even so said you're saying Lin. only only black people are allowed to have dreads below? I'm I'm disproving your point. I'm yeah, saying... he's not, he, it's not his belief. He's just like, everyone gets shit for yeah. what he's saying. And then, your point is everyone should be treated equally. On this issue, so which people aren't consistent. No, but no, he, he's saying he's saying 
He's saying that only white people uh, get shit. You know yeah. I'm no, I'm not saying that. I'm case. just saying regular. You said that. Like, what I said was that every other race usually gets a pass. Usually. Yeah. There are going to be small instances when people don't get a pass. So just like, you know, your Asian friend or the Asian guy at your school wanting to wear dreads, you know, honestly, it's his hair. He could do whatever he wants with his hair. Him doing him doing a style that he likes is him stealing culture. Like that doesn't it's, make sense to me. It's the fact that they're gonna take uh, like the culture, but not fuck with you know black people like that. You know what I'm saying? How do you know, isn't imitation the a form the of flattery? Form of flattery. Yeah. So yeah, they're actually like spreading. They're making they it more know. socially acceptable they, to they, have dreads. They, they follow like pop stars that you know. You know, doing shit like that. You feel me? And those pop stars are getting, you know, the culture from, you know, Black Americans. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, Black Americans do have an influence on the culture. If anybody is, is the pop stars are the one who's uh, flattering the Black people. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, the now everybody that follows the the pop stars, they're the ones who's not. You know what I'm saying? They they're just trying to be like everybody. You know, who's famous. You feel me? In their mm-hmm. in their culture, so it's not they don't correlate it. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to be like them. You feel me? Like, they're trying to correlate it to they're trying to be like the pop stars. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, bro. Uh, my mind is slow today. I don't know. I think I think it should be fine. Um, people want to copy you. That's a sign that they like it. They make it more socially acceptable, considering like a lot of employers have a problem with that kind of hairstyle. So seeing more people around with it makes it more like tattoos. Same thing happened with tattoos. Tattoos used to be a rare thing, but now everybody got them. So it's like it doesn't matter if you have a tattoo exposed on your arm. No one cares because it's just so prevalent. Everybody has t- tattoos these days. So it makes it socially acceptable. What once wasn't, which I mean, you can see from that utility point. On the other hand, it's like, okay, I mean, isn't this the whole point of the melting pot? We're supposed to, like, learn from each other and work together and well, adopt. We're in, we're, in this, we're in this age where interracial couples are a norm now when it wasn't, like, 50 years ago. And now that we're turning, you know, families into, like, blended families, you know, mixing different cultures together, like... I feel, or I don't want to say, I'm getting that from Fresh and Fit. Like, it's like merch, merch. <laughs> we need merch. Um, in my opinion, <laughs> uh, I believe that eventually, like, when it came to tattoos, like, you know, having tribal, uh, like, tribal design was only for people that were Polynesian or uh, that were, you know, Hawaiian or who have, uh, like, ties to um you know that culture you know now everybody has polynesian tats and who's appropriating like who's you know who gets to decide like oh you're you're allowed to have this tattoo no no one can like that's your own personal choice you know so essentially like the way i see it is i don't think anybody should be judged on their choices for like if they like a culture let them embrace it even if it was originally part of one race who says another race can't you know, absorb that, absorb that into their culture or make it part of their own personal culture 
you know, and make it like something that they start for themselves. Why does it have to be, oh, this is black culture. Let's, it should only be for black people. Like, you know, there's other races that do want to understand what black culture is and what it means, you know, and understand what it means to be black, right? How, how do you right. do that by not yeah. being in that culture or being part of that culture? Just from being on the outside, just talking to somebody is not enough. Usually you have to kind of embrace that. Without embracing it, you don't really get a full understanding of what, you know, that culture is, what black culture is, right? Do you, do you think uh, uh, everybody can say nigga? At this point, <laughs> at this point, it doesn't even matter because me, it, do, it doesn't trigger me. Too? You mean white people too? I had a white dude say it to me. <laughs> but how how you feel about that? Me, I was I was like that ass be hundred percent, bro. No, no cap. Like, wallahi, wallahi. Like I, it didn't it didn't really trigger me. It just it it made me understand like oh you know they they feel in their opinion, that they're much closer to me now because they were like, once they found out something, you know, new about me, right? Um, They were just like, shit, my nigga. And I was like, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little shook at first. I was like, wait, this came out of do- like a white person's mouth. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, and but then- if an Asian person says it to you, like in the Bay, growing up in the Bay, like. Yeah, they they said it. Asian people all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, rappers still. Yep. Like, come on. Like, what about Hispanic people? Some of them say it. Some of them don't. I don't know some how they decide. Some of them say it. Some of them don't. Like, just Cardi because... B says it. So, you know, do we got a problem with that? Yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't trigger me because, like, first of all, um, our people Drake, really were Drake really... says it, and he's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man. It's just the word. It's how you react to the word is how essentially your reaction is being controlled by somebody else's, you know, action. Mm-hmm. You know, like if they if they say something, you know, they're kind of controlling the way you act because of, you know, how you feel about, you know, them saying the word. So don't let them control how you feel, especially like, oh, you feel like, uh, you know, what a normal black person would do would be pissed. That's them controlling how you feel. If you want to feel like you're pissed, go ahead and feel like you're pissed. But if you don't want to feel like that, you want to feel like, hey, you know what? It's not exactly cool to say, but hey, you do you, bro. You, and know you what can also heard? feel that way too. A lot what? of black people who aren't triggered by the word, they'd be like, yo, you got to be careful. They tell the guy. Or, yeah, never. No, like, you got to be careful exactly, about who you do it. Oh, but let, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, that, hold that's on, hold like on, hold 60, on. 70% of black people who would who feels yeah. that way. So it's like because, the majority, I would say, are like they're not cool with it, but they're also not going to get triggered by it, you know? They're not going to get triggered, but they're not going to be cool with them saying it again. Yeah. But so, then, like, the thing is, they're like, so th- th- that story that happened to me. Yeah, right. The 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 what uh, the white person that called me my nigga, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they walked away, and my boss was in the room, right? My boss lost his shit, like he and I told him. I told my boss, I was like, "Yo, just make sure he doesn't say that to our other black employee because he that other black employee will definitely lose his shit and go after him. I promise you." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Don't, don't, don't worry. I'll t- I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him." And then that was like the end of that, but. Um, after that conversation, uh, like after See, my boss uh, had that conversation with him, like he he's 
always been embarrassed of that moment, you know? Oh, no, no. I respect a white dude who... He, he said it in a friendly way, right? So it's like, oh, I respect sure. a white was, guy was, who can just a, say it without, like, yeah. all the little social... It was oh a term God. of endearment. Yeah. It was a like, term of endearment. I don't know. People too sensitive out here. So when you see a guy who's just, like, real enough to just say it... Yeah. It's like, okay. All right. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. I respect That's that. Why, well, I don't think he understood... No, no, but even the, even then, it's like he's not walking on eggshells like everybody else. No, no, no. But the the thing is, the reason why he wasn't walking on eggshells is because I don't think he understood the repercussions when it comes to saying that. Because like he probably said it with his like you know white friends, but then saying it to a black friend, that's like I don't think he had like a lot of black friends, but like some 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 black friends will be like okay, you know go ahead say it i'm not i'm not really tripping you know mm-hmm. like I, I was that kid in like middle school when a white kid actually said oh, my nigga and i was like whatever i'm not gonna even try to yeah but then you call him a nigga it. too so it's like it all cancels out right no i didn't say it because i i didn't feel comfortable saying the word nigga oh really yeah <laughs> i was a very antisocial, very peculiar kid like I, were, I didn't i didn't know who carlton? i was you were carlton no, I was more reserved than, than Car- Carlton. I was a very... You didn't find see, it unusual to be in love dude, with anybody? Shut fuck <laughs> up. I ain't doing no... <laughs> I ain't doing no Carlton dance right now. Fuck that shit. Oh, uh, what man. I'm trying to say is... What I'm trying to say is uh, I, I didn't know who I was. And it took me a long time to figure out who I wanted to be or who I thought I was, you know? Wait, so who are you now? I'm a nigga that doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> You're a nigga that doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> exactly. Because I'm tired. Like, all these years, I just kept my mouth shut about, like, diff- my, my thoughts on different things. And I was just always that guy that agreed and never really spoke my mind. Mm-hmm. And now I'm I'm different. I, I think it's because of my, you know, my job. Like, it made me, you know, it forced me to be uncomfortable talking uh, with random people no it really did because no, I'm no, still no, i think there's still i think you still have some reservations about some things which is fine it's normal but yeah there are some things there i have to really understand like who i'm talking to and how i speak before i speak so okay. like it, even though i might have my thoughts like i gotta make sure i'm i'm in the you know in a safe space to do it if i'm not then obviously i'm not gonna say shit hmm. but in the end, I'll still speak my mind, but I'm I'm probably not going to say it like the way I originally want to say it in my head. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things I want to say at work that I want to say, but I can't because mm-hmm. I have to play politics. Right? That's usually how it works at a job, like especially um, a high paying job. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to make you got to make sure you're you're talking the right way. You you're you have to code switch essentially, right? You have to mm-hmm. speak a certain type of way. So that you don't come off as some <laughs> like an individual who is, um, what do you call it? Uncooperative. Uncooperative. Not a team player. Exactly. Not a automaton. My strategy was always just to shut the fuck up. I don't. I don't care to be friends. I don't care to have conversations with people. Like uh, my thoughts. I don't owe them the truth either. So it's like believe whatever bullshit you want. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah keep saying that conventional shit that's totally wrong but i don't care to have those conversations and we ain't hanging out after we ain't friends we're acquaintances 
which is like, okay, cool. If you want to see the real me, 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 me outside. Oh my god, I knew you were gonna say that too. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at. I that's knew you were gonna I'm say at. that too. I <laughs> knew you were gonna say that. Meet me outside. Catch me outside. You remember that girl? Do you remember where that's from? That that was from a Dr. Phil. Yeah, girl. Dr. Phil. Yeah. What what's what's her name? She said nigga. She yeah, was white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I can yeah, respect. Was. What was her name? Uh, Barbie. Bad Barbie. Bad Barbie. How was her name? Yeah, Bad Barbie. Cause she was looked like a Barbie, but she was bad. I guess I can respect no, her a lot. No, look like a Barbie, bro. Hmm. She looked like it. She looked like a. I don't know, fourteen year old, thirteen year old. Yeah, bad Barbie. I don't think so, bro. Uh, let's see. American rapper, songwriter, and internet personality. She first became known from an appearance on Dr. Phil in September 2016. Yeah. Bad B H A D B H A D. And it's not Barbie, it's Bobby. B H A B I E. That's a Florida thing, I guess. But um, catch me outside. Catch me outside. Yeah. Whoa. In 2018, she threw a drink at Australian rapper Iggy Azalea. <laughs> I like her already. <laughs> oh, in 2020, Bad Bobby was accused of blackfishing. She received backlash after comparing herself growing up with black people to Tarzan. <laughs> Wait, what's blackfishing? The term blackfishing was popularized in 2018 by writer one. All right, whatever. Describing female white social media influencers who adopt and look perceived to be African, including braided hair, dark skin from tanning or makeup, full lips and large thighs. So like the Iggy Azaleas where she adopted this, the sound of black females. They say it takes attention and opportunities from black influencers by appropriating their aesthetic and having likened the trend to blackface. Blackfishing, huh? I had no clue. I had no idea. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't, know. I don't have problems with white girls blackfishing, if that's what they're going to call it. It's like, y'all can be as ghetto as you'd like. I don't care. <laughs> you think you would ever get with the ghetto chick? I did one time. How'd that go? Whoo! Um... <laughs> <laughs> you want me to tell you a story? <laughs> I mean, if you want to share, it's being recorded. <laughs> All right. So, um, I was on my way to Walmart, right? I wanted to pick up a few things. I think it was like after work. This was before my current Wait, job. How, were you ever with a black, uh, a ghetto girl before? Yeah. Okay, so why don't you just get to that part? I'm getting there. What? You're going to talk about how you guys met and it was over fucking Walmart? Well, I mean, Walmart's already a bad sign. Dude, there's a story. <laughs> it's a good bye. story. Go, 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 go. All right. Uh, anyways, I was, I was going to Walmart and Walmart. I see this pretty, this very beautiful black black girl. Um, you mean, she uh, looks at me. Beautiful black queen, right? For the listeners. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, I'm going down. We're but we're we're both in one aisle together, right? Yeah. I'm going down one side of the aisle. She's going the opposite direction. We pass by each other, and then we both look back at the same time, and we both smile at each other. I got everything I needed. And then I end up going to the checkout stand. They're ringing me out, right? And the girl, she ends up being right behind me. You mean and she followed you? Okay. Probably. Yeah. But I pretended like I didn't see her because like... Yeah, I didn't you don't give them back. attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm about to finish up my uh, transaction with the cashier. 
And then there's this noise at the front door. And it's another black chick who is getting stopped by the door checker. Mm-hmm. And the door checker is like, hey, you stole these DVDs. I need you to put these back. And she's like, I didn't steal nothing. And then tries to walk out. But then the door, you know, the door checker ends up like trying to stop her. But then she's like, get off me. And then it turns into like a whole altercation. I'm like, ah, shit, I ain't trying to get in the middle of that. I try to walk by. All right. Mm -hmm. Girl gets by the door checker and runs towards her car. And lo and behold, the the beautiful girl ends up going with her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? They end up being in the same car. So okay. uh, they drive off and I get in my car and I head towards home. And once I hop on the freeway, uh, the girls in the in, in their truck tra- in, in their car, they were in an SUV. They end up uh, like getting to the side of me and they start flagging <laughs> me down. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yo, they're, they're giving me the sign telling me to follow them. I'm okay. like. You're fucking fucking with me, bro. Wallahi, this is exactly what happened. (laughs) Okay, continue. So I follow them, right? It's like you're about to get trapped, nigga. (laughs) That's what I felt. I was scared. I was scared out of my mind. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, like, this girl just actually stole some shit from Walmart, and now they want me to follow them. Okay, you follow follow them. them. And then they end up driving to a park. I'm like, oh, shit, this is some shady shit. And then I park right behind them. The beautiful mm-hmm. girl comes out, and then I come out, mm-hmm. and we end up starting to talk. And she's like, "Oh, I thought you were cute." It's like, "Oh, okay, I see you. Uh, I was looking at you too. And you look very beautiful." And blah 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 blah. We were chopping it up, and then I ended up getting her number, and oh. we started talking. Okay. But I didn't know she was ghetto until like, dude. What do you mean you didn't know she was ghetto? She has a friend who stole shit from Walmart. What the fuck? I know. That was that, that should have been the first fucking sign. <laughs> and guess what? That girl that she was with, that was her cousin. I was like, oh, oh shit. I got yeah, myself obviously. into you. Yeah. What, all right. So, so what was the clue that tipped you off if it wasn't Walmart? So this was like, I think a month or two after. Um, she and she asked me to go meet, meet up with her. And I was like, fuck. It's kind of rough. All right, fine. So I meet up with her, and we're at a, we're in the ghettoest neighborhood that I've ever been. Right? There's um, hella like old janky cars parked on the side, and then uh, she tells me to meet me out front at this like um, like older house, and apparently it's her cousin's house. So I'm chilling with her, chopping it up in the front, and then there there's a like a low rider vehicle that starts driving hella slow. She ducks right behind her car. She's like, yo, get down. He, he, he rolling hella slow. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I didn't oh. know what the fuck that meant. <laughs> You're fucking with me right now, aren't you? Wallahi, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm standing, I'm like, I don't know the nigga. <laughs> like in my head, I'm thinking, I don't know this guy. This guy's eyeballing me hella hard. It's and like, I ain't in the game. Was- I'm just a civilian. <laughs> and... Well, the way I was dressed, I was I, was, I looked corny as fuck okay. uh, being in that neighborhood. But, yo, he was driving hella slow, mean mugging me. Like, he mm. about to do something. I was like, man, I ain't afraid of this fool. But I was a little afraid. I'm not gonna lie. She was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know, he could have pulled, you know, he could have done drive by real quick. I was like, yeah, but he didn't. And she was like, <laughs> you, you stupid. I was like, okay. 
And then she brought me into the house, and it's just like all her ghetto family and shit. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Nah, that's the question is, the question, there. did you mm. smash? Nah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, man. So then what? It just fizzled out and never went anywhere? After Essentially, your... yeah. Yeah. Mm. Damn. Interesting. But yeah. Interesting That's, that's my story of dating a ghetto chick. Ghetto. Would you ever... All right, so would you recommend it to a friend? <laughs> Let's ask you this, Bila. Have you ever been with a ghetto chick before? No. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't exciting. even know what that means. Like, hood rat. The fuck? Like, you come to hood? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. No, actually, I did try in middle school. Hmm. And then I was like, nah. <laughs> nah. It's, it's too much energy. Yeah. You gotta be you gotta be able to hold it down if you're gonna be managing a personality from the hood. They don't yeah. respect they 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 can't hang with weak niggas for sure. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. Can I say her ethnicity? She's black. What do you mean? I know. What does ghetto mean? I mean, She's I was just gonna say black at this point. I was but... just gonna say black girl drama. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty wild. Why well, every group I'm in, like they got a problem with black girls, bro. Come on. Every group well, you're what do you in. Mean? I like black girls. What are you talking about? Yeah, bro, y'all y'all saying some crazy wild shit, bro. No, we're talking about a specific type. Oh, uh, you're talking about the hood? You still talking about the hood? Black yeah. Women? Like, yeah. My specialty is black women, dude. Like, do you guys have a type that just seem you seem to do really well with? I'll mm. tell you my type. My type is educated black women. That's like. That you do well with? Yeah, like, I know as soon as I'm talking to some educated black chick, she's going to be into me automatically. It's like mm. clockwork. I know it's going to happen. What are you, catnip for them? I guess. I guess I am. <laughs> I think I'm more rare than they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm tall, I'm big, but I also got glasses and I got a couple degrees. Like, yeah. I think that's pretty rare from some of the dudes that they run into, so... And they're like, sure. oh, damn. Plus, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm willing to check them, too. So, got that part. I don't know if that's the appealing part, but it's just a weird combination, I think. But, yeah, that's my specialty. Like, that's why I always run into women who are, like, deep in student loan debt. They got so much, bro. Like, a lot of student loan debt. A lot. But, yeah, what's yours? What's your, uh, who are you catnip to? South Africans, how come? <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> No, let me guess. Let me guess. You're you're a light skinned nigga, right? Or like mocha? No, no, mocha's darker. You're like caramel. So I'm guessing Latina, maybe. You're just talking about my like my last relationship. Oh no, I wasn't even thinking about that. I just think they would be your kind of. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I don't think for me, like I don't know. I've dated quite a few races. So like I don't have like I don't have like a majority for one specific race. Mm-hmm. It's always been different. So like every every girl that I've dated has always been a different race. Hmm. So I, I don't have enough to actually say, hey, this one re- specific race. Oh. Um, the only the only one I haven't dated yet is a white chick. Yeah, and it's not because I don't want to. Like they just they don't like me like that. Mm. I'm too ethnic for them. I'm, I'm too much flavor. I'm too much spices. I got sure. Too much spice for the soup. The soup. That's I don't know. What would, what would white people eat <laughs> besides soup? 
<laughs> Crackers. <laughs> it's stupid. It goes well with soup. What? Come on. Exactly my point is soup. <laughs> like the first thing that comes to mind is soup for me. It's like what people what why what white people eat is like soup. Okay. Soup. No, they like uh may- mayonnaise. They like what they they kind of- depends on see that's the thing. When people of color, black people, oh god, I hate people of color. Colored people. It's bad to say colored people, but people of color somehow is okay. Yeah. Man, this is how they finesse us. They just, hey, we're going to switch them up, niggas. We're going to put the colors. We're going to put the colors in the back instead of the front. And then that's going to make it a whole different thing that's going to be acceptable. I didn't notice that. Colored people. <laughs> well, <laughs> people crazy. of color. It's all good. It's all good. I don't know, man. It's like black people get finessed too much, I think, on this bullshit. But like white people are not one thing. There are Italians, there are French, there are English, there's yeah. Spanish, there's so many different types of white people, Irish, like, but as people of color, we just group them all as one thing. So like, if you ask the white person in America, what are you? Like, I'm white. Some of them might actually say, yo, uh, my family, like, we're Italian, which is like, that's a different kind of white. That's a, there, there are different whites, like there are different blacks. But we, a lot of people don't acknowledge the different whites, which is weird. Yeah. It's like, uh, they deserve some, un- some distinguishing things, too, because uh, we treat everybody the same, right? Like, it's like saying, hey, you're Asian, right? Is that, your, is that what you are, Asian? No, you'd say, like, no, I'm Chinese, I'm Japanese, I'm South Korean, I'm Laos, you know? Yeah. So, so, or like if, are you his? well, I guess we do it with Hispanic, but... Even Hispanic people are like I'm Mexican, I'm El Salvadorian, you know. Yeah. So it's like white people got got culture too. It's just all these different types that aren't really acknowledged by anyone except white people. Which maybe we should all acknowledge them. White people listening to this, I recognize your differences. Okay. So uh, Iman has you have my support. All right, but uh, there's something fun about ghetto black chicks though, right? I mean, everyone's like. Ah, I don't want to deal with the headache. It's like, nah. My theory is you find a black girl who probably is a headache for most people. It's just, it's a, it's a test. You just got to break through it. And then they can be some really loyal women. You know what I mean? Like, it's all a front is what I'm saying. It's like, they ain't going to just submit to some random nigga. You can't just be like a normal ass nigga. You got to be able to check her ass. Once you do, they're yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like... Guys just don't want to put in the work, which I get it. I mean, like, why put in the work when you got so many other options where there aren't, like, you don't have to work through. But, I mean, I've never been shy about a little bit of work. And it's sort of a game, too, which is nice. It's kind of fun sometimes. You know what I mean? Or is it just just me? And I don't seem like the kind of dude who would would accept that that challenge. But I am. I am indeed. Uh, On a different note, um... What are you guys thinking about having multiple jobs? Um, it's dumb. What if you get paid a lot? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why not? You, if you ain't doing anything, you're getting paid. Hold on, hold on. Paid. What, what, what job can? Uh, what two jobs can you do that you're going to be making like a lot more to the point where you know, you know, it's going to set you up for life? Because any jo- any job that turns any any second okay. job that you get is never going to be 
like one that's going to be like a whole nother career. It's not. No. What, what about jobs? It's always going to be a part time yeah. thing. No, what no, about no, two no. corporate jobs? Yeah, like with this whole remote work thing, Akram. Yeah. It's allowed people. One, people aren't really getting. They're not busy the whole day. Okay. Yeah. With these exactly. remote jobs. Um, they're just pretending to be busy. Exactly. Two, because you're remote, you can actually. <laughs> People do it. They have multiple corporate jobs. They get I'm, a salary I'm, from both. I'm dead yeah. ass in the group right now that 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 uh, Liddy talks about that all their whole group and objecting anything is being overemployed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they have like three, four do jobs. Do you guys know anybody personally that has two corporate jobs right now? I've seen. Do either I've, one of I've you heard, guys do personally? I don't. No. 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 Personally, who cares? You, you guys, who cares if it's personal it does, or no, not? No, 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 no. It has to make sense because, first of all, yeah, but who cares? Like, really? That, yeah, like, why does it? No, no, no. Think, think about this. Like, how how much work it would take just to maintain. First of all, Akram, Akram, Akram. I think you're confusing corporate jobs. Corporate jobs, yeah. like they they pretend to be busy. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> like, it's a lot of bullshit. It's insane. They get paid a lot of money to bullshit all day. It's crazy. The privilege of the educated class is insane, man. It is insane. A lot of people just bullshitting all day. Yeah, they're doing some, they're doing quote work, but I mean, it doesn't affect any like form fit or function of product or anything like that. Usually a lot of it's busy work that you can do. uh, Or if it's like answering emails or analyzing something, you could do it some other time. It doesn't have to be during working hours. So like the whole remote work thing opened up the entire day. For people yeah, and and not only that, the actual hours that they they actually work is like three four hours a day, and that's how yeah, they yeah. actually factor it. Like when they're doing the financial models for corporations, exactly. they actually factor half the time. Half the time an employee is employed is actual productive work. The rest of it's like meetings, administration, other bullshit, wasting time. That's what they expect. Exactly. You're in the office for eight hours, but they expect four hours of actual productive work, which Honestly, with remote work, probably it's probably even less than that. But I don't know. Okay, exactly. but do you honestly think with all that, like with an eight-hour workday, that you're able to maintain two corporate jobs? No, I think you could do three if saying. you really just, wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> I think you could no, do three. I, I heard, no, I heard it. No, they're the right no. jobs and the right I mean, positions, you, you, you can do three. You said it right now. You said that already there's only going to be four hours of productive time, right? No, 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 and then no. the rest is going to be like stuck with uh, other me, meetings. No, no. if if no, you choose the right positions, right. if you choose yeah. the right positions, and you could actually do multiple. Plus, they have different shifts you're, too. Yeah, but you're talking about a small minority. You're not talking about a majority of people. No, no, I See, think a lot know, of people don't know yet. A lot, of, a lot of people are doing it, and they just really undercover. Do you know anybody personally? They don't talk. Do you know anybody personally? I'm not. I'm not going to say. I mean, do you know anybody personally? I've seen some posts on on social media of people actually doing it successfully, actually. And uh, and nobody knows. And that's the whole point. You don't tell anybody. I'll tell you my experience, okay? I did the corporate job thing. Once you figure out your job and you figure out a routine, literally, Mm -hmm. it's barely any work at all. I could easily get another job if I wanted to. I just didn't care to. That was the only limitation. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not possible. I'm just saying that most people won't be able to manage it just because. Technically, technically, I had two jobs. Oh yeah, with the uh, like DoorDash and stuff, or second jobs too. So. Mm-hmm. 
So technically, I didn't like, say you couldn't do that either. I kept I I was just saying that any job, any second job that you have, it's most of the time is not gonna it's not gonna produce much, just because either cares? it's you getting paid regardless. I'm saying it's not worth it to have like that second job because you're sacrificing other things for that second job. Like okay, okay. You're, what if what if uh, the, you get you paying you you're actually having eight hours of work for both jobs, so four hours of each, okay? And you're getting paid ten grand each. You tell me that's not worth it? What are you sacrificing? Well, you're working after four hours, so that's the sacrifice. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, but then it affects your personal life at some point, right? Because at that point, uh-huh. you won't have enough time to date. You won't have enough time to work out. You won't have enough time to actually no, do anything personal for yourself. Eight, no, eight hours, saying like it's the equivalent of eight hours, but they're actual eight hours of work instead of eight hours or four hours of work plus four hours of bullshit. It's actual yeah. eight hours. But here's the thing: you're in a higher tra- tax bracket, so you get taxed more. Yeah, you do. So then you're actually being paid less per hour than you would yeah. if you do the the whole math of it. So is it worth it? I don't know. It depends. If you were to just get a better job or do job uh like uh job hopping, essentially moving from one position to another position until you get to a, you know a pay structure that you are comfortable with without having to sacrifice anything personally. Because if you're working this the like the same hours like a nine to five Monday through Friday, but you're bumping up from um, one pay structure to another pay structure because yeah. of how how much experience you're getting from the fir- like the first job, then that makes sense. It doesn't make sense to get a second job because that second job is not going to be like it might make sense in the moment to get a second job because you think you'll be making more money, but in the end, like. You're sacrificing something. Okay, so I've I've never really worked a corporate job. So like for me, I've only worked at um like jobs that require labor. Mm-hmm. So I've done the two jobs thing, and I I, I saw think that's how where money, that that's where that's lying. Yes, if you did the corporate job, you'd you might. Even I know, I know, I understand that. I understand that part, but in the end, the, the basis of like the thought of having two jobs is still going to be the same. Um, yeah, no. It's when it comes real. to the corporate stuff, when it comes to the corporate stuff, like... You're just sitting down, bro. You're just doing you're, work. Yeah, you're so it's a different kind out. of exhausting. It's, it's it's not the same. That's where I think you're wrong. I'm not saying that... I'm telling you, bro, like... I mean, you're talking from theory. You're not talking about... Not theory, bro. I'm telling you, you done my it? experience in the corporate world. I could do it. I you could told do it. me I done your experience it. from the corporate world is from having one job. You're not telling from you had two corporate jobs. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Have you had two corporate jobs? No. Then what the fuck would you know? I'm it's, talking about having two jobs, period. It's a different kind of job, is what I'm saying. It's a different kind. It doesn't it change the totally fact that it's possible two jobs. To have two corporate jobs. If, especially if they're the right kind of ones, possible. you could literally do nothing for most of the day and still get paid by both, depending on the, especially if you choose the jobs wisely. Usual like, sacrifices. Not, if the sacrifice is an extra hour or two a day, it could make sense. You, you're still saying could. That means you're theor- you're the- this is a theory. You don't know for sure. Yeah, but you can't dismiss it either. I'm not dismissing it, Iman. 
Right. I'm just oh, saying, I'm you saying. can't say. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to have you. And guys here's know. also this. Here's also this. You could always try it, and then if you decide it doesn't, it's not working out, and the sacrifice is too much, drop one. That's, That's my thing. point. Like, That's so, my point. No, no, no. That was my so point it, in the it, beginning. It my point was to do it. You would, you would drop one job in the no, no, end. No, no, you, don't know. you don't know. You don't. You don't know. You don't know. If you can maintain it, then you maintain it. If you don't, you don't. But you can't know until you do it. So how about that? Let's settle on that. Like. If you have the option to do two corporate jobs, would you do it or not? Now, you can't just say no, Akram. You would, you would have to try it first, right? To see if it, you could pull it off. I would try it. Yeah, but I'm not okay. saying it's feasible, though. I'm, I'm, I'm being realistic here. I'm right. trying to tell you, like, hey, you're being very... I think this uh, is your pessimist. No, it's yeah, not pessimistic. I'm being realistic because you guys are being so positive about... You're being too not, optimistic being about like, what the possibilities are. The possibilities, yes, they uh, are beneficial. There's, uh, there's a lot of money that comes no into problem, it. Bro. It can be, but no, it is. Regardless, no matter what, it's always powerful, bro. Like it's never. No, no, I mean, like it me yeah. the wrong way. we don't have to get into the whole discussion about optimism, whatever. But I'm just but, saying, but, like, like the, yeah. the, the default should be try it. <laughs> if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. <laughs> like, but I could definitely see it working in certain. In a lot of situations, actually, especially with remote work. I don't think it would be possible. Obviously, you can't do it without remote work. If you had to show up in the office, then you can't be in two places at once. You ain't no Hermione with the fucking time turner shit. Okay. Yeah, you have to have two remote jobs. You have to have two remote jobs. You have yeah. to. That's the only way I could see it making it work. Uh, yeah. Other, uh, uh, like corporate wise. Which would be even funny. Like if you have meetings on both that coincide at the same time. You could literally be on both meetings at the same time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Did ask our children. There's no reason. And one employer like, would like, never know it. that you're not at the other. Exactly, and exactly. And I could would record never one if I need to. If I need to, I could just record one and listen to the other one later. Oh, yeah. Or you can get them at different shifts. So, like, um, yeah. if you do one, especially, I think, in some fields, it makes sense. In some, it wouldn't. Like, I, I couldn't do my... Like my last one, I actually I had to meet with people, but mm. the engineering one, like if that was remote, you could technically do design. Well, that depends also. Like how much design work are you doing? Are you working for a smaller firm where you're going to have to be, or is it a big corporation where you can just be lost in the populace, you know? Yeah. That also plays a factor too. So it's like, there's a lot of things at play here, but I wouldn't just dismiss it right away. And do I have any moral issues with it? No. No, I don't. <laughs> if you're doing both jobs, at least meeting their requirements, go ahead. Go ahead. Get both. Like, I know employers would have a problem with it. They'd be like, oh, well, I was like, shut up. Like, if they're doing the work and you didn't notice, it doesn't matter. You know? That's where I'm at. Like, let's say you were an employer and you found out one of your employees two jobs. How would you feel about it, Bilal? Um, <laughs> yeah. Honestly. For me, I'd be like that. Let them do the, let them do them. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I know, I know how exactly the corporate would feel about it. That's why I keep it under. Here's another way to think about it: like when people are bullshitting at work, they're probably like working on side hustles, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like their attention is elsewhere. It could be at another. Why not substitute it for another job? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, the only issue yeah. from employer, I think, where it's a valid concern is if there's conflicts of interest. That's the only problem. Like yeah, if, that, that's all, yeah, I agree. I agree yeah, that. that would definitely be a problem. Trade secrets and working for one and a competitor. 
that would be definitely one legal trouble for sure. Yeah. But if they're in like two corporate jobs, but different yeah, fields yeah. where they don't aren't direct comp competitors, then yeah. Definitely doable. Um, like, I don't know what the consequences of it are going to be though. If they ever do find out, like they both fire you. Okay. Who cares? You just got paid twice. So you're like good for two years. I don't know. I don't know. Think about that too.